In the past, jobs were about muscles. Now they're about brains. But in the future, they'll be about the heart. Manoush Shafiq, Director, London School of Economics. Welcome everyone and thank you for joining in this week's episode. I have a guest um, with me today. I'm super excited for you guys to get to know her a little bit. I had the pleasure of getting to know her through my Elevate squad that I recently participated in and she's just an awesome, phenomenal woman. So I wanted to welcome Tammy Malloy to the show. Thank you so much for being here, Tammy. And I loved the quote that you chose for today. Um, I really, I think that I've thought a lot, I'm, I'm off topic already, but I, I have thought a lot about women and you and I talked about this um, in our Elevate squad where, you know, the workforce, women were predominantly the people that experienced layoffs during the pandemic. And so, you know, I love that this quote kind of brings that all full circle because, you know, it's true. Jobs were about muscles, they're about brains, but Pretty soon they're going to be from the heart and that's super um, important to think about and be aware of. So welcome Tammy. Um, talk to me a little bit about what you're doing and, and share with our listeners who you are and kind of what you, um, what, what's your passion. <laughs> Absolutely. Thank you so much for having me on the show today, Monica. Um, I'm really happy to be here. Um, as um, my business unfolds, I'm shifting a bit to focus more fully on women's leadership and women's empowerment. Um, in addition to being the founder and CEO of People-Centric Leadership Center, I'm also a certified professional executive coach and leadership consultant. And what I love about this quote is it really, this stems from a book that Manu Shafiq recently has written. And it's all about how we can rethink how we can better support each other to thrive. And going back to the topic of women's employment and the workplace and the impact of the pandemic, I think this is a really, really good time to for me to fit to shift my business focus so that we're focusing more fully on women's empowerment in the workplace. That's so, so awesome. Yeah, absolutely. I think it's a really good time. Um, and we'll get more into to the impact in a few moments. But before I became an external coach, I spent about 25 years in progressive corporate leadership roles. Um, with the bulk of that spent in coaching and developing leaders and teams and organizations ranging in size from startups to Fortune 500 um, in both for-profit and the nonprofit space. So I coach across organizations at all leadership levels, and my clients are leaders in organizations who really want to maximize their potential and optimize performance for themselves, their teams, and their overall organization. And we focus on the areas of reducing stress and conflict. Conflict is a huge issue in the workplace, and we focus a good bit on that helping them become more resilient leaders and by default their teams as well. We also work on increased focus and really helping everybody gain more consistency in everything that they do throughout their day. So my mission for my organization is to empower leaders to lead with courage, clarity, and impact so that they can unleash the potential in themselves and the people they lead. And I'm going to shift a bit and insert female leaders going forward because I want to work more closely with women. So that. really, yeah, absolutely. With all that has happened over the last 15 years, I really believe that leaders and organizations who adopt a humanistic leadership approach that puts people at the heart of everything they do is going to be the face of the future as we reimagine work coming out of the pandemic. 
Um, one of the things that I work with organizations is to help create coaching cultures. Because to me, people are the greatest asset and the resource for any business. And so leaders that, I believe that leaders make or break an organization through the way that they lead. So to me, utilizing that coaching approach to leadership is going to become even more critical as we move forward because people are really speaking up for that more inclusive business model. So really given the tremendous impact of the pandemic on women, I'm shifting my business to focus more fully on the female leadership perspective to work with both women, individual female leaders, as well as organizational leaders, because I want to really work with them to help close those leadership gaps for women that have increased significantly over the last year. And from my own leadership perspective, I know exactly what it's like to wear those multiple hats of chief visionary, strategist, inspirational leader, change agent, conflict mediator, communicator, and coach that every leader must wear and how to work through those challenges that those roles bring, especially as a woman who spent so many years navigating as one of the few female leaders at the table in male-dominated industries. Yeah, I love that. That's so good. I mean, you know, that's how we came together through our Elevate group. We were able to have a, a, a great squad of women that we were able to bounce off. And you provided so much insight for me personally through that experience that I am a totally a huge fan of executive coaching and female executive leadership um, and all of those things. So tell me, like, what impact has the pandemic had on women in terms of career trajectories? That's a great question. Women were among the first to lose their jobs when the pandemic first hit. Um, and I can speak firsthand from that too, because a year and a half ago, I was running two very separate divisions for an organization and those jobs got phased out for me as well. And that's when I made the decision to become a full-time coach. So as of March, 2021, nearly 3 million women have exited the workforce since the lockdown began last year. Wow, that's a phenomenal. A lot of people, yeah. Over nearly 70% of the women who lost their jobs or had their working hours cut because of the pandemic were concerned that their career growth would be inhibited going forward. Um, one analytical report from Perceptive, which does engagement surveys and people analytics, found that women who worked from home at least part-time during the pandemic were 27% less likely to have received a promotion in the past year compared to their male peers. That's disappointing. Yes, it's very disappointing. And women who are working in tech, which is primarily, again, a male-dominated industry, they are nearly two times as likely to have lost their jobs or been furloughed due to the pandemic. So the other interesting, that's interesting thing that's come out of this is that research shows that women are often left behind from the beginning. They lag behind men in job placement, compensation, and engagement from their very first professional role they're more likely to be underemployed in their first job. So they fall behind men in terms of pay from the very beginning. And by year two, women, but not men, begin to lose their aspiration and their confidence. Oh, so within 10 years, women yeah. are less likely to be promoted to a management role than their male peers. Huh, so with those metrics, that's a little disappointing or disheartening to me as a female, but how can leadership coaching support women and their organizations? That's a great question as well. Coaching really is a thought-provoking partnership. So it helps support clients in reaching their fullest professional and personal 
potential. So a coach is going to be a thought partner and accountability partner and a catalyst who guides a client towards clarity around their goals. Um, so coaching women in their career and their life has been proven to reduce both stress, increase confidence and motivation and improve their coping skills so that the dual presence of both work and home is going to have less impact on their performance. Um, the interesting thing that came out of the pandemic was those women who kept their jobs noted that they also felt the need to be constantly available from a work perspective. Almost half of them felt they said that they felt overwhelmed and a similar number said that their physical well-being had suffered. So I think that going forward, the pandemic really has forced us to look at leadership through a new lens. And we've got a really great opportunity to redesign a workplace that's more respectful, co-creative, inclusive, and people-focused, which is going to be critical in attracting and retaining talent, especially female talent, because the interesting thing that's come out of this is a lot of women now are pursuing their own passions and discovering what's really important to them. And they're not as likely to wade back into those traditional corporate jobs. Yeah, that is an interesting thought. You know, I've thought a lot about, you know, I didn't realize the numbers that you mentioned earlier of women that are out of the workplace now, but it's interesting to think of what that, um, just the mere removal of women in the workplaces and you know women are multitaskers we're, we're moms mm -hmm. you know not that men aren't but we generally have a bigger to-do list on a day-to-day -day basis than an, any other person and so um, I do think that the workplaces that had significant female loss during the pandemic will have um, circumstances and situations come up that they maybe didn't have to deal with prior to because there was a female there producing and doing and taking care of it because we're able to multitask so well. Not that men aren't, you know, just we, we are innately do that. I've watched so many women during the pandemic that had to wear multiple hats and, you know, they had to be the school teacher and they had to be the parent and the mom and then they had to be the employee and it's just really challenging for sure. So Tammy, for, I'm interested in your opinion, what can be done to bridge the gaps to help female leaders and their organizations thrive going forward? I think the most important thing is to make it a priority to, to develop women, to bring them up to speed on the learning and development and the professional opportunities that they missed out on due to their pandemic gap year. For women who are already in leadership roles, hire and assign coaches to them and sponsor them in workshops and programs. Um, I tend to work both with individuals and organizations, so it's really important to keep in mind, too, that coaching women leaders is an amazingly effective way to address gender inequality in both middle and upper management positions. Um, I think it's really important, too, to note that, that leadership coaching, though, isn't just for women in the C-suite. It's for women business leaders at all levels, and it can really help organizations deepen that leadership pipeline. And based on the preliminary reports that I'm seeing, they're definitely going to need to focus on that. So... Um, one of the things that I think would be really important is to really identify those women that would benefit from that leadership coaching, go beyond senior business leaders and include your high potentials, women at all levels. Another great way to get them started would be to implement a women in business coaching and mentoring program. Mentoring is different from coaching. But I've worked with organizations to implement sort of a dual type of this program. And it really comes down to identifying their needs, assessing their skill sets and their mindset 
and then layering and coaching as needed so you can prepare these women for these leadership roles. Um, sometimes just implementing a specialized talent development program that's designed to address some of the unique issues that women, going back to what you said earlier, trying to wear multiple hats, you're juggling outside and inside responsibilities. So it really will help those women be able to navigate through the workplace with um, all of that they have on their plate. No, I love that. And, you know, I, I was blessed to work for a company years ago that had an executive coach come in and work with us. And it was a benefit and it was a total investment in me. And so I personally have seen the, um, the benefits of having an executive coach in my life. And you're right. It's not just for C-suite women. It's for level, all levels. And, you know, you speak of the lack of confidence women, you know, maybe experience because of the pandemic. I mean, women are hard on ourselves anyway, and we're super critical of ourselves. And so it's really interesting to hear you say that when I'm thinking, you know, they did take a hit to their confidence and they do need that level up. They need that someone cheering for them or that boost given back to them. So, you know, how would someone go about reaching you, Tammy, if they wanted to, um, you know, you know, learn more about you and really figure out, you know, how, if they could work with you or how could they bring you into their organization to work with them? Yeah, absolutely. Um, my website is currently under construction because we're doing a rebrand. So it's not up right now, but my, the link to my calendar is on my summary page on LinkedIn. So they awesome. can reach me through LinkedIn. Um, and they can also email me at Tammy.Malloy at AspireInspireLead.com or they can call me at 478-342-3106. I love that. Well, thank you so much for spending some time with me this morning, Tammy. I really have enjoyed working with you through Elevate. I've enjoyed you know, our one-on-one -on -one conversations and I know that we will have quarterly calls and catch-ups and other things, but I really appreciate you taking time out of your day to come on the show and speak to our listeners. I think that executive coaching and female leadership coaching is absolutely something a lot of listeners would you know, get, advantage, get an advantage from or you know, benefits from. So I, I really am appreciative of you taking the time to come on here and speak with us today. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. It's been great. And um, I look forward to our next Elevate call. Awesome, me too. Well, take care and I hope you have a great day today and we'll talk soon. Thank you, you as well. Take thanks, care. Tammy. All right, guys, thanks for listening today. We were live with Tammy Malloy. Um, she is an amazing woman. She's an amazing mentor. She's got a great ear. Um, and I personally have had the benefit of working with her for about 12 weeks, I think, um, you know, was our squad leadership uh, group and we're going to continue on that. So um, again, thanks for giving us a listen. If there's anything you specifically would like to reach out to Tammy for, you can find Tammy Malloy on LinkedIn. Um, she also gave some other metrics here. So I just want to thank you guys for listening in on the episode today. And I hope you guys have a great week and we will be back at you soon. We have more guests coming in future episodes. So stay tuned. Have a good day. Hey guys, if you like this episode, please hit like and subscribe.